Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for December 2nd, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled, We Can Withstand and Overcome Anything, and I'm showing you how to do it. We're going to do it through the Word of God. We're going to do it by the grace of God. We're going to do it through the Holy Spirit. God is on you, in you, with you, for you. Listen, you can withstand and overcome anything. You will, you will never give up. You will never cave in. You will never quit. You listen to me for a few minutes, you're going to feel like you can do it, you can make it, you can take it. And you're not going to do it in your power, your ability, your strength. You're going to do it by the grace of God. It's all about God. It is God. It's all about Him. God is with you. God is for you. His favor goes before you. This is a season of leveling up for us, and I want you to open up your heart to receive the Word. All right, so that's it. Let's get into the word for this morning. So the, I'm teaching this series entitled We Can Withstand and Overcome Anything. This is part 49. 49 of the series. So for those of you that have been with me for all 49 messages, I trust that this has been a blessing to you, that you've been built up and edified, inspired and encouraged, and also educated from the word of God. And so if you haven't been watching these messages, go back. They're on YouTube. You can watch them. They're in the podcast. You can watch them. And everything we put out there, we put it out there for free. We want to be a blessing to you. All right. So this is part 49. The title of today's message is Joy versus Happiness, part three. Joy. I've been teaching for the last couple of days about joy versus happiness. And then this is part three. So our scripture that we've been reading is 2 Corinthians chapter four. I'm going to read it again, beginning at verse one. I'll tell you what, man, I love this passage. 2 Corinthians chapter four from the Passion Translation, beginning at verse one, the Bible says, now it's because of God's mercy that we have been entrusted with the privilege of this new covenant ministry. And what's, as a result of it, we have been entrusted. God trusts us with the privilege of the new covenant. What's the new covenant? We're filled with the Holy Ghost. And so, so as a result of that, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost and God trusts me with it. God trusts me with the, 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 the advancement of his kingdom on this planet. The Bible says, so we will not quit. We will not faint with weariness. We are like common clay jars that carry around a glorious treasure. We're carrying around the glory of God. We are carriers of the glory. We are God carriers. We're carrying around the glory of God. We have this glorious treasure on the inside of us, and God set it up this way. So that the immeasurable power that emanates from our lives, when people come in contact with us, they leave like, whoa, what was that? Yeah, there's this immeasurable power that emanates from our lives. It will be seen as God's power and not our power. Though we experience every kind of pressure, because we're in this world, we experience pressure like everybody else in this world. Guess what? But we're not crushed by it. We experience pressure and we experience trouble and we're not troubled by the, our trouble. We trouble our trouble. At times, we don't even know what to do. But watch this. We know quitting is not an option, not for us. The only way you can lose is if you quit. But I'm going to tell you, if you watch, if you listen to me, that there ain't no quit in you. That You're not going to quit. You're not going to give up. You're not going to cave in. Verse 9, we're persecuted by others, but God has not forsaken us. We may be knocked down. We take setbacks. That happens, right? But we're never knocked out. We continually share in the death of Jesus in our own bodies, but this is so that the resurrection life of Jesus can be revealed through our own bodies. We consider living to mean that we are constantly being handed over to death for Jesus' sake, but this is so that Jesus can be revealed through our humanity. So then, death is at work in us, but it's releasing life in you. We have the same spirit of faith, Paul said from the Old Testament, where, where it said, first, I believe, 
Then I spoke in faith. I'm speaking words of faith from a believing heart. Paul said, New Testament, we also believe and we speak in faith. Then the Bible says, so no wonder we don't give up. For even though we have an outer man that is gradually wearing out, we have a physical body that is decaying uh, uh, incrementally over time. And we could try to slow that down with diet and exercise. But at the end of the day, we have an outward body, an outer man that's in a constant state of degradation. But we have an inner man that is being renewed every single day. And as a result, we view our slight, short-lived troubles within the context of the light of eternity. Whatever is troubling us, we zoom out. We look at it from the eternal perspective. We zoom out. We look at it from God's perspective. And then all of a sudden, it looks small. This looks like light work for God. We view our difficulties as the substance that is producing for us an eternal weight of glory that is far beyond all comparison. Because we do not focus our attention on what we see down here in this world. We do not focus our attention on CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News. No, we are focusing our attention on the unseen. And the unseen is more real to us than the seen. Because the seen is temporary is subject to change but the unseen is eternal so what does this mean for you today my god i love that passage i have two things to share with you on this morning and uh I, i've been trying to get to this point for the last couple of days but i was laying the foundation with joy versus happiness and now i could talk a little bit about myself i like to teach by both precept and example giving you principles and precepts is great but then when you give an example like in scripture or in current modern day something or someone that you can relate to, then you can connect with those principles and precepts on another level. So I like to share my own personal testimony uh, because I think a lot of people can identify with me, a Dominican kid from Brooklyn. I'm, you know, I mean, like if God can use me, God can use anybody. And so at the end of the day, uh, I, I share my personal testimony because I want you guys to be able to, to connect with the principles and precepts on another level. Another thing too, that why this is important is because... <laughs> I remember uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes uh, back when he was in West Virginia, uh, and um, I used to watch VHS tapes. For those of you that are not old enough to, to know what a VHS tape is, Google it. Uh, but but uh, I gave my life to Christ in 95. Back then, uh, and I was deployed in Kuwait. We didn't have TBN. We didn't have cable. We had VHS tapes. And so I would pop in these VHS tapes. And one of the things that I heard Bishop Jakes say early in his ministry is that um, when he was in West Virginia, he said that when he was young, when he gave his life to Christ, he gave his life to Christ in a holiness church, uh, one way holiness, you know, Jesus only. Uh, and it was a storefront church and, uh, he was about 17 and most of the mothers there were like 70. <laughs> and so he said, uh, when, when they prayed, he felt like, my God, it's like they pray and they're like already there, like they're in heaven. And he was like, how do, and I can identify with that because, you know, I feel that way too. You know, especially when I first came, came to Christ, I was like, my God, these people just tap in and well, how do I do that? And then the other thing that he said was, he says, I was 17, there was 70, but I couldn't identify with them because it was like, they forgot what it was like to be 17. I saw them as so holy. I never saw them do anything wrong. I never saw them ever say anything wrong. They, they never said that they dealt with challenges or struggles or issues or problems. And so I couldn't bring my problems or issues to them because I didn't feel like I could identify with them because to me, they were perfect and I was not perfect. And so I needed to, you know, uh, and so he was like, I share uh, Bishop Jake said this. He says, now I minister and I expose to people my flaws and my challenges and things that I go through so that people can identify with me. And I do the same thing, Rick Pina. At the end of the day, if I don't share with you that I go through the same challenges that you go through, then uh, you will feel like you're the only one. And so so uh, in this first point, I just want to share some things with you and I believe it's going to be a blessing to you. 
All right, so the first point is this. Um, you are going to have to catch yourself from time to time. The truth is that as you walk with God, God walks with you. There are going to be moments where you're going to have to catch yourself. And the reason why I expose myself is because I want you to connect and relate and be like, oh, man, if Rick goes through that, yeah, okay, cool. Then I'm not, I'm not alone. Here's the truth. You're not alone. Everybody goes through challenges. We all face them. Uh, but let me just say this because I'm talking about joy versus happiness. If your singular focus in life is to be happy and, and, and all you do is want to live your life in the pursuit of happiness, like I've been teaching, then, um, then you're going to have a difficult time. You're always going to find yourself busy attempting to manipulate, orchestrate, align people and circumstances in a way that supports your pursuit of happiness, right? The happiness that you pursue. Because remember, happiness comes from the English word happenstance. Happiness comes from happenstance. Happenstance is the same word as circumstance. So happiness is contingent upon happenings. And if you need to be, you know, if you just want to be happy and pursuing happiness, then you're always going to be orchestrating or trying to manipulate people and circumstances that support your happiness. I've been meditating on this for a while because this past Sunday, Pastor Tony, my pastor, <clears throat> my spiritual father, he said to be happy, things have to be right, go right and stay right. That little, that one line, man, I've been meditating on that since I heard it, since I heard it on Sunday to be happy, things have to go right, be right, stay right. And so, in other words, if if things on the outside have to be good for you to be good on the inside, then you're never going to be stable, right? Because external circumstances and external conditions, they change. Not only that, people change. People change. So you have external conditions that change, circumstances change, and people change. See, even sometimes the, the closest people to you today may not be close to you in the future. So if your internal state is contingent upon external conditions, then you're going to have a hard time. You're going to live an unstable life because you can't control external conditions and you can't control people. And so at the end of the day, if you're trying to manipulate, if everything has to be right, go right, stay right for you to be right on the inside, then you're always trying to manipulate external conditions and even people to line up with, to support your happiness. Your life is going to be a roller coaster because external circumstances change and people change. And so this is why people that are always just contingent upon external stuff, they can be up today, down tomorrow. They can be up this morning and down this afternoon. They're always fluctuating because conditions fluctuate. One of the major benefits of living your life based on the glory of God and the joy of the Lord is that the joy of the Lord is a constant in the in a world full of variables. So the joy of the Lord is a constant. The world may change. Conditions are going to change. People are going to change. We may experience a surprise like a global uh, pandemic, <laughs> like a global economic downturn, right? All of a sudden, uh, things happen in this world that you were not expecting, and then people change. Uh, people will change on you. People that, that smile in your face and tell you, hey, I'm going to be there forever. And then all of a sudden, they're not there anymore. People change. Circumstances change. All of that changes. And if you are living your life based on the pursuit of happiness, and remember, for you to be happy, all these conditions have to be right, then now you're going to feel bad when the conditions are not right. And so it's understandable, right? I mean, you're human. Remember, you are both human and divine. So there's a divine side of you and a human side of you, but the human side of you is still there. So when, 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 when conditions change in a way that you consider to be negative 
or when people change towards you in a way that you consider to be negative, then, then it's understandable for you to be sad, right? I mean, like, like you're not happy about these things. And so, of course, you're not going to have happiness concerning them because it shifted in a way that you didn't want or expect or desired is unpleasant. And, and God will often lead you into circumstances that are unpleasant, and I shared with you yesterday, even painful. And, and he will put you through that, but through it all, the joy of the Lord can be your strength. So for you to withstand, what's the title of this series? You can withstand and overcome anything. For you to withstand and overcome anything, you have to learn to tap into the power of God's joy. Because the joy of the Lord is the only constant that you're going to have. God is your constant in a world full of variables. So we're getting to the end of the year. And um, I like this time of the year. But at the end of the year, um, a lot of times people look at calendar years and they connect planning and personal assessments to calendar years. And this is great. But the challenge with some of that is that God is not tied to a calendar year, right? You know, some businesses run on a fiscal year, other businesses run on calendar years, and so they do their planning accordingly. But at the end of the day, God, while we as humans look at calendar years as increments of time, so we could do, you know, we do our planning and personal assessments and we take personal self-inventory and how am I doing and all of that, that's great. But don't expect God to be tied to a calendar year. So the promises of God are not tied to a calendar year. So while 2022 is coming up, right? And, and I understand that way we're coming to the end of 2021. I, I'm a human. So I, you know, I do what a lot of humans do. I take self-inventory. I think about it. Okay. How are things going? I'm tremendously blessed by the way. And so, so while I am tremendously blessed, I'm very thankful and grateful to God for his hand and his blessing and his favor on my life, on the life of Isabella, on the lives of our children. We're tremendously blessed at the end of the day. Uh, there are some things, though, that I've been believing God for for years that haven't happened. And there are some things that, that just haven't lined up the way that I wanted them to line up. And I told you before that frustration sets in when your watch of expectation is not in sync with God's clock of manifestation. Let me say that again. Frustration sets in when your watch of expectation is not in sync with God's clock of manifestation. The truth is that as humans, sometimes we get frustrated because we had an artificial timeline. We, we get frustrated because we expected something to happen on a certain timeline that was an artificial timeline. God never gave us that timeline. The Holy Ghost never gave us that timeline, but we came up with a timeline. And since we set the timeline and we had milestones and all of a sudden God is not meeting our milestones, then we can get frustrated and we feel like, hey, this is not happening for me. This, that's not happening. Things are not lining up. And I'm sharing that with you because that's where I was last week. So last week, here we are, we're getting to the end of 2021, getting ready for 2022. And I'm a human like everybody else. And so I've been thinking about some things. I was meditating on some things. I was like, okay, let me lie. And, and while I am super blessed, like, listen, I, I'm, I'm way blessed. More, I'm already living far beyond my wildest dreams as a kid. Uh, but I'm still living, right? So I still have a lot more to go. So while I'm walking with God, I'm like, man, this hasn't happened yet. This hasn't happened. There's some things that I know God spoke to me very clearly that haven't happened yet. And, and then here's another thing. I had to catch myself because then for whatever reason, I allowed myself to start thinking about some of the people that are no longer in my life, that used to be in my life, that used to be in my life, and we were very close. 
And for whatever reason, these people have chosen to go a different direction. And, and I'm like, man, I, I, don't, I don't feel like I did anything wrong. And now, you know, but, you know, and that hurts as a human. That hurts, right? And so, so I, I was meditating on that. And then I started thinking about some of the things that I know that I believe in God for that haven't happened yet. And so, like, man, I started meditating on that. And before you know it, I had to catch myself because I was feeling low. I was feeling like down. I was feeling a little bit sad. And this happened kind of like for a day and a half or so, right? I kind of allowed this to go on a little bit for like a day and then into the second day. And then halfway into the second day, I was like, wait a minute, what am I, what, what am I doing? Like, I mean, I'm not going to allow myself to live like that. And so the joy of the Lord is my, I'm teaching right now, the joy of the Lord, come on now. And so I had to, I had to come to myself. I had to catch myself and be like, you know what? I started to minister to myself. Then I allowed the Holy Ghost to minister to me. And then the Holy Spirit began to minister to me and remind me of all the things that he's promised. And I went back, oh my God. And he was like, do you remember this? I was like, yep, yep. Yeah, that, that's still going to come to pass. My word will not return to me void. Yes, sir. Thank you, Jesus. He was like, you remember this? Yes, that's still going to come. And so he started to remind me of what he's done that's already happened glory to god and all the things that he said that have not happened yet and so i got my expectation back up now i may not i may not know when it's going to happen god unless god tells me when i don't know when i know what but i don't know when as a matter of fact even when i say i know what i really don't know what because when god finally does it his what is going to be better than my what he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that i can ask or think or even imagine according to the power that works on the inside of me and so when god does it i think i have a picture of the what but oftentimes when it finally happens his what is greater than my what and God will blow my mind he will do it on the level that's way greater than even what I was thinking what I was imagining but it's gonna happen before I die because God said it and I believe it and I know it's so now but if I allow myself to just sit here saying well why hasn't this happened why hasn't that happened why did this happen why is God listen you can't think like that you have to come to yourself I allow myself to for this to go on for about a day a day and a half but listen there are people that allow themselves to think that way for days and weeks and months and even years and you got to be careful because these external circumstances are not going to line up external conditions are not going to line up and if you don't catch yourself these are people watch this if you allow this to go on for days and weeks and months some people years these are people that are born again filled with the holy ghost and they get bitter and they get angry and then now they become bitter people they're people that are born again filled with the holy ghost and they lost their joy and they lost their joy and now these are people that that the, you 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 know that they go to church every Sunday, but you don't want to be around them, <laughs> right? These are the people that yeah they go to church every Sunday, but you don't even want to talk to them. And, and so they are bitter, they are angry, they're walking around with a root of bitterness in their heart. And and at the end of the day, they got to let that go. And I pray that if that's you, that the that the Holy Ghost even now will rip out that root of bitterness out of your heart. It's time for you to get your joy back. The joy of the Lord is your strength here's the truth the truth is everything is not going to work out the way you want that's that's the reality like you know some of the things that you you some of these things that you said in your mind you came up with them and god didn't come up with them now if god came up with it it's going to happen but a lot of times we just come up with artificial things and so things are not always going to turn out the way that you want people are not always going to be there for you the way that they said they would people change circumstances change conditions change but if you remain connected to the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, he will feed you a constant diet of God's joy. And the joy of the Lord will be your strength. And that's how you can withstand and overcome anything. All right? I'm sharing this with you because I want you to, I, I'm being open and honest, transparent, 
so that you can connect with me on another level so that the principles and precepts that I give you, they resonate on another level when you see it like, man, okay, I can relate. I can't, you can't reach somebody that you can't relate to. I, I come across, I always try to share the word of the Lord in a way that is relatable so that you can identify with it and apply it to your own life. Say the joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen. All right. So let me go to number two. I only have two points for you this morning. Number two, and the, the number two is going to be short because I really wanted to share number one, uh, but I have more to share on number two, but I'll just give you a few things for today. When you develop God's perspective of challenges, you realize that oftentimes what is happening to you is actually happening for you. See, I keep, um, I've told you many times that God has to prepare you to be able to carry the weight of the anointing associated with your assignment. So here you are, a man or woman of God, you're called to do a certain thing. And when God supers on your natural, we call that the anointing. So the anointing is God operating through a human, right? The glory is when God just manifests his glory. So, so if we're in church, let me just share this real quick. If we're in church and um, the anointing is on me, right? So when the anointing is on me and I'm preaching, I preach better. But when the glory shows up, I can't preach. So let me say it this way. I don't sing, but if I, but the praise and worship team, say the praise and worship team is out there singing. When, when the anointing is on them, they sing and they're singing. They sing better. And the power of God is manifested through their singing, through humans. But when the glory shows up, they can't sing. See, when the glory shows up, that's not your time to shine. When the glory shows up, so when the anointing is present, you come to the altar, I lay hands on you. The power of God hits you through me as a human. But when the glory shows up, I don't have to lay hands on anybody. You could be up in the, in the balcony and the power of God hits you and you get healed, right? So, so the anointing is when God flows through you as a human. Now, for you to walk in the, in the weight of the anointing that's associated with your assignment, then what you got to do is you got to be processed to be able to carry the weight of it. If you're not processed to be able to carry the weight of the anointing associated with the assignment, then you never walk in the fullness of the anointing that God has released over your life. So what God does is he often allows conditions and, and circumstances and situations and even people to change around you in order to push you into your destiny because the Holy Spirit has been telling you to go, but you don't want to go. So oftentimes you got to get pushed into your destiny. God, God does this because if he didn't allow the conditions to change or even some circumstances or people to change, then you will stay where you are. You cannot become the man or what, the woman that God has called you to be if you're most, more focused on your comfort than your calling. Let me say that again. You will never become the man or woman that God called you to be if you are more focused on your comfort than your calling. As a believer, you're going to have to be focused on your calling and not just your comfort. And so when you're focused on your calling, then God will push you out of your comfort zone. God will push you into circumstances and situations where you feel unqualified, underprepared, unprepared at all, don't know what I'm doing. And then now the joy of the Lord has to be your strength because you're in situations that don't lend themselves to necessarily the happiness because these situations are crazy. And now you're there and the power of God is on you and you have, you have to tap into the joy of the Lord so that you can walk in the anointing that God has called you to walk in. See, there's some things that God wants to do in your life that are going to require some changes before he can release them. And if you're not willing to embrace the change, then you won't be ready for what's next. And so God wants to shift you into what he has 
for you next. I keep telling you, greater is coming for you. But for you to get ready for the greater, you got to be processed now. You got to be processed now to be ready for what God wants to do in your tomorrow. And if you're not processed, if you're not willing to go through the processing, then you will never be able to carry the weight of the anointing associated with your assignment. And the church said, amen. That's enough for today. I pray that this message has been a blessing to you. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to open up your heart uh, uh, to speak the language of faith over your own life. Prophesy over yourself. Say this. Say, Father, this is a season of leveling up for me. I level up by allowing the Holy Spirit to lead me in all things, to lead me at all times. I spend time with the Holy Spirit every day. In a world that is constantly changing, the Holy Spirit is my only constant. Conditions can change. People may change. But you remain the same. So my heart is set on you. My time is spent with you. I have joy. I have peace on the inside. No matter what's happening on the outside. Living this way. I will pass the test of each season and I will open my heart to whatever you have for me next. This is how I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages uh, and you want my notes and you can get my notes for free. So then go to the website todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button. And then at that point, you'll start getting emails from me every day. You'll get all my notes in your email inbox every day and you'll get them for free. So please sign up for the messages. Also do me a favor. If this message was a blessing to you and I, I, didn't, try, I tr didn't try to preach today because I really needed you to get this. Go into the chat, leave me some comments in the chat. I go back and I read every comment and then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. Listen, this is a tremendous privilege for me to be able to share the word of God with you on a daily basis. I love you. I know that God loves you more. I, I open my heart from time to time. I want to be transparent. So you could, I can't reach people that I, that I can't relate to or that, that can't relate to me, right? So I'm just being honest with you. At the end of the day, uh, there's a human side, there's, there's a divine side. The goal is to be led of the Holy Spirit 24 hours a day. There are going to be moments where you fall into your humanity. There are going to be moments where you're like, whoa, I need to snap out of it. You're going to be moments like the prodigal son where he had to come to himself. Like, hey, what am I doing out here? So there are going to be those moments, but snap out of it. Get back into the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is your strength. I love you, and I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. Thank you.